welcome to the Student Preneur Show. I'm your host, Tegan Thomas, and today we have an additional guest with us. Her name is Deborah Zur. She goes to Missouri State University, the same college that I go to, planning on graduating in 2021, and she owns Corner of Sunshine, a storefront that is coming in a current blog, and she does topics on travel and fashion. So, hi, Deborah. Thank you for coming on to the podcast. Thank you so much, Tegan, for having me. Can you explain to us what Corner of Sunshine is and what it means to you? Yeah, absolutely. So Corner of Sunshine is something I started a few years back before I transferred to Missouri State University, and it focuses mainly on bridal fashion is what I was aiming for, but then it also kind of branched out into ballroom dance costumes and some like just regular costumes for people as well, but I'm thinking it's going to be a storefront online, and I've been working on like Instagram content. Um, Corner of Sunshine for me is just like a way to release all that negative energy if I have it built up or just a way for me to share like my advice to people um, through positive posts by showing them my travels and how to travel on a budget, especially as a college student. I understand that we don't really have a lot of money Um, and also just giving them advice on like what I'm seeing in fashion and how they could easily attain that trend without spending a whole lot of money on it. And for technicality reasons, how did you get started with building your website? What were some steps that you took to get there? So the first thing that I actually did is I did some research on different website platforms. I didn't really know how to build my own. Um, So I started with Wix which was a good starter point just for my blog and kind of getting a handle on how to work a website. And then as time progressed, I started looking into building my own through hosting because I wanted more freedom with my website. So then I kind of did more research, joined a um, intro to blogging group on Facebook. And from there, I was able to look into wordpress.org, which is a way for you to buy um, hosting and then build your own site So I did a lot of research in finding like a platform for me to work on. And from there, I was able to find a theme that I really liked. And it's just been kind of a process of me looking at YouTube videos and asking a lot of questions and hoping it all works together. And you mentioned that the main focus of your store are like ballroom costumes and wedding designs, wedding dresses. So why are wedding items so special for you? For me, I've always loved weddings. Um, Ever since I was little, I have a lot of family members. Um, I've been in a lot of weddings in the past, and every single time, my eyes would always, instead of looking at the bride, even though she's super important, it would always shift to the dress, and I'd always study the dress just from top to bottom, like kind of nitpicking it and kind of seeing like, this is really beautiful. This part, I really love how that lace lays on her and like, just looking at the bridal gowns really triggered something in me that made me happy. So I decided like I want to be a part of that bride's special day and that special moment for her. And by designing a wedding gown for a woman um, who might be on a budget, but wants her dream dress, I want to be able to make that come true. And you do mention that you travel a lot for part of your blog. So how does that impact your ability to do your job? And also how does it help? In a lot of ways. So as far as traveling goes, I, at the moment, because of the coronavirus hitting, I haven't been able to do a lot of traveling. But for the most part, I travel around the area where I live. So Colorado and Missouri, I try to just stick to the same state. Sometimes I'll go like to other like states, um, haven't been out of the country yet. 
but for the most part it impacts it in a way like I'll fall a little bit behind on my work schedule or I don't know if where I'm going will have internet access so I may not be able to post content right away um, but it also helps in a lot of ways because it really gets me inspired and starts making me think outside the box with each place I go to because wherever you go someone has a different take on fashion especially in the bridal industry so it really it's kind of a give and take situation right of course and does your travel content currently uh, make you any income at the moment, no. Um, I'm currently not making any money through blogging or anything like that. I'm working on building my audience, but I am making money through clientele with my custom ballroom dance dresses. I have one client right now who's that I'm working on her dress for her for competition this year. And then from her, I'm hoping to get some more people, but at the moment, I'm not making any money. And where did you gain those skills to be able to design those kinds of dresses that you're doing? Definitely from college. It's been just all my classes that I've been taking at Missouri State have helped me gain a lot of knowledge and skills to be able to design a dress from scratch. I would say that I did do some sewing and working with patterns and like started with something as basic as making a pillowcase all the way up to making my prom dress in high school, but for the most part it's all been from college. And you mentioned that that's what you were doing with college. So what else has college helped you learn to benefit your potential growing business? Absolutely. So I've been taking marketing classes and I think in the long run, all my marketing classes have really taught me how to not only market myself, but how to really think about my customer and what they want and kind of take me out of the equation. Because I know with a lot of designers, including myself, we usually will start to design at the beginning based off of what we want and like what we like. But in the long run, that doesn't matter when it comes to your customer. What matters is what they want and what they believe is like the best for them. So through marketing classes and through my fashion design classes, I've had a lot of opportunities to just learn more about how the customer adapts to what you're looking for, but also how you need to adapt for what they're looking for. And has Missouri State given you any access to resources that are helping you thrive? And what were they and how have they helped? They've definitely helped a lot. Um, with being a fashion design major, we do have a studio downtown in Springfield. And so we have full access to the studio as long, uh, once we got older. And they have a variety of machines like sergers and industrial sewing machines, dress forms, mannequins, just all these different items that I don't necessarily have access to on my own. Um, they also just offer a lot of different variety in terms of like a 3D body scanner, which is really cool. We get to use that to get someone's measurements um, by sending them through the machine. And then you have a full list of their measurements without having to lift a tape measure. We also have like an embroidery machine. All these different um, platforms and equipment has really just helped me grow as a designer um, without having to spend so much money to go find it on my own. And how have you been managing doing traveling and creating your dresses all while going to college? It's kind of one of those things that I just kind of go for and hope that it turns out okay. Um, during the school year, I don't do a lot of traveling just because of limited time frame with all my classes throughout the week. But 
typically like on breaks, I'll go travel and then I'll save those photos and that content and I'll release it periodically throughout the school year. That way it seems like I'm still having travel content. Um, and then as far as making the dresses go, I just kind of let my clients know, like I'm a full-time college student. I'll get it done as soon as I can, but I hope you are a little bit flexible with this timeline. I'll still be very respectful of yours and try to get it done in time, but college is my top priority at the moment. So for the most part, it's just really being open about what my time frame is and how much time I have and understanding that I'm a college student and I'm paying for me to learn so that I can better my client's experience. So it's just one of those things that I kind of go for and hope that it goes okay. And going off of that, what has been the hardest part about being an entrepreneur while going to school full-time? It's definitely just trying to balance it all and finding the time because I know during school, it just, I kind of will fall off with doing my content. Posting things on Instagram can get really hard when I don't have enough time to like go do a photo shoot or post content or work on a dress and be able to post that on my Instagram. So the hardest part is really just finding the time and the energy on top of all my classes to put effort into my entrepreneurial side of things. And do you think that getting your education in fashion will benefit you in the upcoming future of being an entrepreneur? Oh, absolutely. I think that going to school was the best decision for me. I know in the past, some designers haven't gone to school, but they definitely were trial and error for the first few years. And I look up to those designers, of course, but I think me being able to go to school has benefited me in ways that it will set me up for success when I graduate next year. I wouldn't have known how to create my own pattern work um, or how to drape a dress and be able to turn it into a beautiful piece of garment um, without going to college and learning all those techniques. And I didn't even know the differences between the seams or what fabrics go into what projects before I went to school. So it's definitely one of those things like I will never regret and it's going to set me up for success in the long run. And I saw in the questionnaire you filled out that you were planning on having a physical storefront. So do you plan on taking your business outside of your hometown or the Springfield area after college? At the moment, that's kind of up in the air. Um, I'm open to taking it just about anywhere, which is why it's currently just online, because I want to be able to still travel and experiment and kind of see where people enjoy my designs the most. Um, I would ultimately love to stay in Colorado, but maybe go outside of my hometown eventually. But for the most part, it's one of those things that I'm very flexible with and willing to just kind of go with the flow until I find the area where I think my storefront would fit best. And what are some of the long-term goals that you have for your blog versus the storefront business that you're thinking of starting? I definitely want to post a lot more traveling content as well as start posting a lot more fashion lookbooks um, on my blog. I think it's one of those things that I've always dreamed of doing but never had the chance or the opportunities to do on the daily basis. So it's my blog, um, I'm still working on building my website and it's one of those things that's gonna take a while but I would love to be able to launch my website soon. And then long-term wise, I want to be able to post a lot more traveling content, both from all over the world and local, so more people have more ideas of what's out there and what options are for them. And have you made investments 
in both the blog and the potential storefront uh, website and have how have they been handling for you and what do they entail if is it money time relationships research etc it's definitely I've have spent a pretty penny on my website it was close to maybe $500 just for me to get everything set up for that and a lot of that was my own doing and my own choice but I wanted it to be this amazing and good running website so people would be very satisfied through that. Um, A lot of research has gone into what I've been doing. I've been looking into what layouts and what colors really play a good part in what bridal, like what in the bridal industry people are looking for and just in general looking up what the brides are looking forward to in the upcoming season or what's currently being released and what may that entail for the upcoming years, as well as just keeping track of the news has really been a big deal for me. Making sure that I understand what's going on in the world really impacts how fashion um, goes into the future. So it's a lot of investments through hours and hours of research and lots of money getting poured into my website, as well as all my projects. And how much time do you think you typically spend on creating a product or at least one of the dresses versus creating your content? As far as a product goes, it can range anywhere from 50 hours to 250 hours, depending on the complexity of the design and what exactly what fabrics I'm using or where I have to source my materials. And then as far as posting content on my blog, it's probably 10, 15 hours. So there's a significant difference. Um, But I also do scrunchies and those will only take me about three to four hours to get all of them done. And um, moving forward into what you think about the fashion industry as a whole, what are some expectations that you have about entrepreneurship within the industry? And do you believe that your outlook will change once you start your official website? Expectations wise, I would say I expect it to be very challenging and it's going to be a huge risk to jump in as an entrepreneur in such a um, competitive industry. But I also expect it to be a lot of fun. There's going to be a lot of variety and trends, which I'm super excited for, especially with what's going on in the world today. There's going to be a lot of different things that are going to be popping up that we haven't seen in years. And so it's, it's going to be a very exciting process, but it's also going to be very nerve wracking at the same time. But it's a risk I'm willing to take because I love fashion so much. One of the big problems that I know is going on within the fashion industry is sustainable resourcing and making sure that employees that are working overseas are getting a fair wage. So do you think that there's any steps that you're going to take to try to make a better impact on letting those people live better lives and making more sustainable clothing and maybe it would help the business industry entirely? There are going to be some steps that I'll take. It's a little bit harder with bridal just because there are a lot of synthetic materials that we use in our bridal gowns. For the most part, I'm focusing on not wasting nearly as much material as I used to when creating a garment. So I try to utilize every piece of fabric. And then if I have scraps, I put those towards my scrunchies so that I don't have waste. And then from there, I know I don't plan to source most of my work overseas. I'd like to keep it here in the States and give people in the States jobs. But there may be instances where if I like something like India does a lot of beading, I may 
invest into supporting women overseas so that they can have a fair wage, but also share their work with the world. But there isn't really a whole lot I have planned at the moment for that, but it's really just minimizing the amount of waste I do when I create a product. That's really good, though, because that's that's one of the big issues with the bridal fashion industry, that there is a lot of wasted material. Um, so going forward into just purely your thoughts on entrepreneurship, what did you think it was going to be like before you got involved? I definitely thought it would be a little bit easier before I got involved, which I laugh at myself now, thinking back a few years ago. Now that I'm in it, I know that it's just going to get harder and harder as I get further into it, mainly because once your business is launched, you're expected to produce products on time and at the right times and be on top of trends. So I'm trying to be very mindful of how much content I release and how much I produce to make sure that there isn't really an expectation as of yet. But once I graduate, I know I'm going to go all in and try to make sure that I stay on top of those deadlines. And how do you think your mindset has changed when thinking about running and owning a business rather than working for one? I know that at some point I'd like to, I still want to work for another company because it's very important to me to get a lot of experience with individuals who've been in the industry longer than myself. But I know for a fact that I will not be able to work for someone else for the rest of my life. I am a very independent individual and I have a lot of thoughts going through my head on how I think a business should be run. And so for me, it's really important to utilize that and create my own business as well as just establish myself in a, independent from the rest of the world and the bridal industry by making my own mark. And if you could pinpoint one thing that has been the biggest struggle for you with entrepreneurship, what would it be? Learning how to do it on my own, for sure, because even though I'm taking classes that are helping me with it, there's still a lot of things I don't understand how it works. Like for building my own website, I've completely self-taught myself the whole way through. There hasn't been a class or anything. It's just been YouTube videos and plugging it in and hoping it works. So I really think like the biggest challenge is just learning how to do it on your own and not having a lot of guidance along the way. And to counteract that, what strength do you believe entrepreneurship has brought out of you? It's definitely showed me how I can market myself as well as how well I can work with a customer. It's definitely strengthened my ability to communicate with my customers and with my clients and just with my audience in general in a very effective and beneficial way, as well as telling them different positivity that I'm getting throughout the day. It's one of those things for me is just like the biggest communication is the biggest skill I've learned and like the biggest strength I've built from being an entrepreneur. And do you have any advice for young entrepreneurs that are interested in starting a blog and or going into the fashion industry to run their own business? Absolutely. Go for it. There is nothing holding you back. The only thing that will hold you back is yourself. And even if you think you don't have time, I will assure you, you will find time. And just being able to understand that sometimes you can't produce the same stuff that other people are doing. But biggest thing is just go for it and don't compare yourself and you will do fine. And can you give us all of the names of where we can find you on what platforms? Absolutely. So on Instagram, it's COSFashion18. You can also follow my personal at D-E-B-Z-E-R-R. And then on Facebook, it's Corner of Sunshine, just the full name, all lower caps. 
And then my blog is cornerofsunshineco.com. Okay, awesome. Thank you for being on the podcast. Uh, It was really nice to have you on. This is a new branch of industry that we've reached out to, so I haven't had as much experience talking to people with this kind of knowledge, so we really appreciate your insight. Yeah, thank you so much, Tegan, for having me. It's been a good time, and I hope that I was beneficial to you and your podcast. Oh, absolutely. And guys, if you want to find her storefront website later on, I will make sure to update that in the description whenever that gets set out there. And thank you for listening to this episode of The Stupid Show, and we will see you guys next week.